Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. And I'm going to race and say good morning first. You always do this, but we've discussed this before. <laughs> it's not a race when no one else is competing with you. <laughs> oh. I know. It's a problem I have. <laughs> like, I actually just let you say good morning first. So I guess congratulations. You won. Does that feel good? Yeah, well, it makes me feel better. And you feel I'm, good, I'm Dad? happier that way. All right. Yeah. Well, good. Well, yeah. good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Faj. This is an exciting morning. Good morning, listeners. Yeah. We are very, very, very very, 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 very excited this morning because we don't have to just look at each other today. <laughs> <laughs> we have a really good friend and guest with us today, mm-hmm. Rose Lopiano of The Plant Life Chose Us. And I'm allowing Joe to speak freely today. Thank so you. listeners, wow. get ready for the dad jokes. Okay, good. Love yeah. you, Rose. Thank you. So <laughs> if you listen often, you often hear me try and put an end to too many dad jokes i i've said one is fine he pushes for two sometimes rose has told him he has carte blanche to unleash as many dad jokes as he would like see there are people that appreciate me so you may want to turn the podcast off right now (laughs) if dad jokes aren't your thing (laughs) but if you can tolerate a few dad jokes, we have some really, really, really good episode for you. And I'm super excited for you guys to get to meet Rose, who we have with us today. I'm super excited to be here. I just had a tour of Christina's in-home garden, and she gave me a piece of lettuce. So oh, I'm really? ready. Wow. wow. <laughs> it felt appropriate that the plant life should get the plant life treatment. I've been getting the royal treatment. That's for sure. This morning, I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, well, we're happy to have you here. So yeah, we got to eat together. It yep. was great. I'm super excited because Rose has such an incredible story, and has had a journey that has been so unique. In that, she is just a kick-ass woman that went to school for engineering, which is already amazing because there are not nearly enough women in the engineering field. I know that it's increasing, but that's just badass as it is, and. As she was there, she, she did the whole thing, right? Got the job, did all of that, and then realized, wait, there's something else that I really want to be doing. And she actually did it because I think so many of us, you know, we think about all these things we want to do. We have dreams and they stay there somewhere in the clouds, somewhere in the head, but you actually did it. So um, I'm really excited. Today, we're going to be talking about that pivot and... I'm not talking about the pivot of Ross from Friends, if anybody knows that episode, <laughs> but the pivot of and reinventing yourself. And, and this is timely because I believe in following your dreams. And that's why I just roll over and go back to sleep. <laughs> Was that your own dad joke? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let him keep coming. <laughs> so basically, we're not going to know when he's contributing to the conversation or just making a dad joke at but this Rose point. But Rose actually did something. I just went back to sleep. So. <laughs> but anyway, Rose, thank you for being here. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Thank you for the amazing introduction, Christina. <laughs> I have a lot to live up to. My name is Rose, and I feel like this is full circle because on my first ever Instagram live... Joe was actually on it 
And I was so nervous that I just picked on him the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're full circle to my first podcast with my dad's friend, Joe, Mm -hmm. who I noted. Yes, yes. So my name is Rose. I have an online health and fitness coaching company geared toward vegan and plant-based women. And that's what I've been doing for the last three years. Wow. So I'm excited to take the listeners back to my journey. Hopefully I can inspire anyone that just has that fire inside of them. And I would say my tagline that I'll probably say a lot during this podcast is that nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you have a dream, don't listen to Joe and get out of bed. (laughs) I love that. Before we take everybody back in time, like what is the plant life chose us were you a little bit creeped out on your first Instagram live that Joe or Facebook live that there was this like middle-aged man that was on your women's based plant life well, community? I, I got nervous when she, when she called on me because I, I said, oh my goodness, she knows. I'm like, She's like, there's a really nice young lady on here, Joe. I'm like, hopefully the Instagram algorithm doesn't pick up on that one. It's going to be all skewed. Oh, that's, but yeah, I have a community and then I also have a one-on-one coaching program within the community. So that community for the clients is, you know, having a one-on-one coach design their workouts, their nutrition, and then also having a lot of group support. We have client group chats, group lectures, all of those things, but I try to open up a larger community where I'll do some weekly events, put recipes in a more private Facebook community and post along on my social media platforms. And it has been so impressive and inspiring uh, because I've been participating in your platforms Mm -hmm. and in the community and such an amazing group of women, I have to say all super positive Mm -hmm. so I think that your whole vibe has really just it's become like the heart of your community which has been really cool so I think you find through whatever Mm -hmm. algorithm that is you are finding the right kind of people that create just a really positive environment where I think you can drive change for in people's lives for the better Mm -hmm. you know health wellness but I think also mentally as well totally just the mindset of committing to the process of being 1% better every single day than you were yesterday and then having a tribe of other women behind you supporting you and and with that you know any dream is possible. I love that and how large is this community it I mean I've been inspired by watching the growth but it's amazing. Right now for our clients between myself and my coaching team we have about 125 active clients and then I would say all across my platforms, probably like over five or 10,000. That's awesome. Wow. That's amazing. And that's in three years. So mm-hmm. just to set the mm-hmm. stage for everybody, like you were in, working full time as an engineer mm-hmm. like three years ago. Yeah. And now you've got this business that you've built that you have coaches that are working for you mm-hmm. and this whole, it, it's real, right? This isn't like- It's very real. It's success, very real. It, it's a- truly successful business yeah so when you say a lot can happen in a in three years right Mm -hmm. like so let's take a step back now with that as kind of like the frame of where you are Mm -hmm. 
what initially drove you to get into like start in engineering? Mm. Oh, probably my indecisiveness. So I always knew I wanted to help people. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go to medical school or something else along the healthcare professional field. So I picked biomedical engineering because it gave me enough versatility where if I wanted to go to med school later on, I could. But it's also math and science, which were subjects that I enjoyed. So that's where I ended up. And then I realized that it is not what I wanted to be doing. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm going to interrupt you a second because you posted a really cute picture on your Instagram of when you uh -oh. were working. Uh oh. And you were with somebody at a, at a desk, like at a, ta <laughs> at, you know, in work. Yeah. And, and I hope you don't mind me saying this. When your tagline, the caption was the fake smile I had, mm. you know, I'm not happy, but I'm, you know, yep. doing the right. thing yep i thought he was yes. referring i do have a picture on my website i used to eat sweet potatoes at work like an apple <laughs> so oh, i would well, eat I sweet potatoes with a different picture but i would eat sweet potatoes at work and all my coworkers would just look at me smile but here i am still <laughs> eating sweet potatoes <laughs> well you've made a life out of eating sweet potatoes i've made a life out of yes That's right. yes you've made yes. a business out of eating I've sweet potatoes <laughs> But yes, yes, that is correct. I did post a nice corporate looking picture the other day mm -hmm. of uh, that was a staged photo of myself. And I said that that was my fake smile, which was very, very true. And I feel like, you know, now I feel like it's more, you know, mainstream. And a lot of people are talking about just unhappiness or just wanting to shift and pivot. But I feel like back then it was even more just, you know, the grind. And, and that's what the standard was. Mm -hmm. Right. So you kind of got involved in this field mm -hmm. because you're like, okay, I want to do something. I want to be successful. Yep. Want to make money. I want to make money. Good money. Yes, yep. Right. Exactly. Well, you were, it was either, you know, medical, mm -hmm. engineering, all of those. Yeah. High, you know, so you've always been a driven person, yeah. right? And you've always been willing to work hard. Mm -hmm. So the, none of that has changed. But what was like that, that moment when mm. you realized, okay, this is not for me? Hmm. That's a great question. I saw that on the outline. I was thinking about it the entire morning moment. <laughs> so I have two. So we'll start with the first one. So when I was in corporate, I had this passion. I was always a personal trainer on the side, was getting into nutrition, got my certifications for myself. My passion had always been just the plant-based nutrition niche. However, the one pivotal moment at work was I was... <laughs> I was in the cafeteria and I went in because they would throw out their bruised bananas <laughs> and I, they were perfect for nice cream. So oh I would goodness. I would go in on like a Friday afternoon and I would ask the, you know, worker in the cafeteria if I could just bring home the bananas before she threw them out. <laughs> um, yeah, I was the only one doing that. So I got a lot of bananas. But anyway, so <laughs> are I, you still going and getting your bananas from, from that? No, I think, uh, <laughs> I think they have my uh, my picture at the gate. But uh, so the cafeteria worker one day, she actually asked me what I ate. And I said, you know, I'm whole food, plant based vegan. And she told me that her mom all the way in Brazil just had surgery for breast cancer and that she had been starting researching about nutrition and found plant-based eating and was just asking me all these questions. And, you know, she was so upset about her mom and really wanted to help her mom, you know, on her journey back to health. And, and in that moment, I'm like, I am at work for engineering, yet this 
is the most passionate and the most, you know, you know, fired up I've been in this place talking about plant-based eating and just I need to help people more directly. You know, I didn't want to be running these operations, making pharmaceutical drugs, you know, it helped people, but I just just felt very removed and just not authentic. So I think at that moment, I actually remember after work, I kind of cried in my car just thinking about, wow, like I need, I need to do something else, but I didn't really know exactly how I was going to do it yet. And it sounds like if I'm, it sounds like nice cream was born before the plant life chose us was born. I think nice cream was actually born 12 or 13 years ago. And like listeners, for those of you that don't know, nice cream is famous. Nice cream for breakfast. I'm, you know, I can talk about oatmeal on another podcast and my hatred for it. We'll stick to the (laughs) pivot for this one, but nice cream for breakfast every single day. If you don't know what that is, you can refer to my social media channels. Yeah. But nice cream has gotten to be famous within Rose's community. And Mm -hmm. I think it spans outside of the community probably now as well. Yes. So as you were talking about nice cream, as you were, you know, stealing bruised bananas Mm -hmm. from your employer. I'm just laughing because I'm like, this was all very meant to be. It was very meant to be. You had a lot of the fundamentals before you decided to ultimately do what you did. Foundations were laid. I had my Instagram. I thought that I was just going to post my recipes on Instagram. So I've had that for a really long time. And the seeds were planted. That's for sure. That's awesome. So how did you ultimately make the switch? It's a great question. So we'll bring it back again. (laughs) I one day, and this was, I would say, right after, you know, the pandemic went down. I don't know how to refer to it on a podcast. So that, can That's I pretty say, much can it. I mention you it? can say anything yeah. you want. Can I mention the word? Okay. Yeah. Pandemic. I, mean, I think it's one of those things that like we tried for a while. We we're like, we're so done with yeah. pandemic talk. It's oh, like, absolutely. we're so done with it. Like absolutely. that icky word of COVID and all mm-hmm. of that. But it is like just a fact of life, right? Yep. I mean, this podcast was born during the pandemic. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, You're right. there was some You're good right. that came out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Very good for both of us, I would say. I think so. But in terms of in terms of that, you know, one night I was uh, I was scrolling Instagram as usual, and there was someone's Instagram account that had a coaching business and. I'd been following that business and that person for a while. We hadn't really connected. And there was a question box on the Instagram. And I asked the question, are you single? Because <laughs> interesting. <laughs> because the, um, the individual was very attractive. And I thought nothing would come with it. It was a you know pretty big account, big business. So long story short, I ended up going on a first date skydiving with this individual that is some first date it was incredible um and that individual had a business model of online coaching and I had no idea that you could do this online I had this plan you can refer to my diary where I thought that I would have to build up my clientele because I'd always been personal training at the gym I was taking on nutrition clients on the side but I really thought I had to build up that clientele in person and then maybe rent space out and then, you know, maybe have my own gym. But it just seemed 
Like it was going to take me such a long time to be able to do that. And I remember too, one day I went to a CrossFit gym and I asked if I could do like a demonstration on food. And I was so nervous to go and ask that, but I did, but it just, it just seemed like it would take a really long time. But anyway, so I met this person and I was like, okay, it's possible. So that was the spark. And I was like, okay, I, I know what to do now. I can do it myself. And then I started taking on clients. My first client was all the way in Australia because remember I had my Instagram at that time. So I did have a small following and there was a need for what I was providing. So I started taking on clients. And then as soon as I was matching the amount I made at work per month per paycheck, I was like, okay, I can actually quit if I wanted to. And here we are. That's amazing. Wow, that is. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. Yeah. So what did that look like as you were as you were taking on clients on the side? Mm-hmm. Were you trying to find them in Australia because you were working 24 hours a day in order to do this? <laughs> well, yeah, when I would wake up at 4 a.m. and they'd be, yeah, there you go. You're like, this is perfect. This is perfect. That's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, even then... I was working constantly and I would spend my nights and my weekends training others on the side, going to plant-based conferences, learning all these things, reading papers. And then when I started taking on clients and having the business, I literally, and if anyone from my former boss is listening to this right now, I'm very sorry. Earmuffs, 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 (laughs) shut this off right now. Um, But I was at the point where I was taking calls during work, like in my car or walking outside. And I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I'm, you know, not being loyal to, you know, either job. So that's when I was like, something has to change because I like one more than the other. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, you're leaving one to go do the other. Exactly, exactly. It's interesting, uh, you know, listening to you, you you took the model of online and number of people that you can help Mm -hmm. versus the traditional pre-social media, Mm pre-everything, where you would have made a financial investment, had to borrow money, rent a place Mm -hmm. or, you know, and when you think about it, you can help an exponential number of people the way you are now. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it was a local gym and Mm -hmm. a local little thing, you could, you probably could make good money. Yeah. But the investment is higher Mm -hmm. and the number of people that you can influence Mm -hmm. is not as great Mm -hmm. as where you are now because you are helping people that you don't even know. Right. And you're not going to make money from it, let's say, but you're helping people. And Mm -hmm. then from that pool Mm -hmm. comes comes more Mm -hmm. revenue. So very interesting and fascinating. Mm -hmm. It's super cool. And it's also very serendipitous I don't know if this is the word for it Mm. that you're kind of like the inspiration for how you were gonna do this came from just finding a guy kind of attractive (laughs) (laughs) that question could have gone in a lot of different ways (laughs) everything you know everything happens for a reason I agree Mm -hmm. and I mean it's scary to think if I never met that person if I would find this way or you know if I would have made the leap um, without that encouragement, but you would have. 
I think so. You I mean, you literally yeah. jumped out of a plane I and then plane. In, in many ways that, that I day. Can't ag- that I can't yeah. agree with. I mean, you're supposed to be sitting in the plane. <laughs> there's a reason there's a door on right. the plane. But you jumped out <laughs> of a plane in many ways that day. <laughs> like, yes. No, that's good. And I think right. that's, it's kind of like a really cool story mm-hmm. yeah. to say like, that was kind of when you took the leap, literally. Yeah. literally. I did tell the skydiving instructor that I'm quitting my job. As soon as I opened my eyes, I had them shut during the free fall. Wow. And I opened my eyes and I was like, wow, there are lots of possibilities in life. Yeah, there are. Yeah. yeah. It is great. really cool when you push yourself outside of like your comfort zone. Oh, there's Tiffany. Hold on one moment. <laughs> <laughs> so Rose, how would you say, because you are a coach now, right? And there mm-hmm. are so many women that are inspired by you and looking to you for leadership um, there's other coaches that are looking to you for leadership, right? Mm-hmm. And and how to do these things. How important, it sounds like obviously that date, right? Where you jumped out mm-hmm. of the plane, left your job, really took the leap. How important has coaching been for you as you built this mm. new business and your, your new, you know, your future? Well, it didn't all happen on that day. Let me, there's some months that spanned. That would be pretty epic if I just quit right there. <laughs> you literally uh, are in the air. You're like, hi, uh, this is my two-week notice. It's <laughs> my two-minute notice. I'm down. <laughs> uh, but I will mention that uh, when I did quit my job, I did not tell my boss or my coworkers what I was doing because I was afraid. I seriously was afraid that it would you know, fail and I would be back at work begging for my job back months later. So I said to myself, I cannot let that happen. And coaching for me, do you mean the coaches in my life? Yes. Yes. Like how important, because I think a lot of times the best coaches have coaches, right? Yes. And I, oh yeah, I'm curious, like, especially being an entrepreneur, because you go from, you're working in the construct of a corporate Mm -hmm. America, right? Where there's structure and, um, I think that's why the coaching business has blown Mm -hmm. up so much because everybody realizes that you can be super motivated and you can have passion and you can Mm -hmm. work really hard, but sometimes it's helpful to have somebody else helping you along the way too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I would say if my bosses were still watching this, my first boss at corporate, I would say is one of the most influential mentors in my life. And the lessons that he had taught me since, you know, day one when I started are still ones that I refer to and I still ask him for advice. So there are mentors everywhere. And I would say, talk to everyone, talk to everyone. And that was my favorite part about work as well, just making connections. One of my coworkers, she was 62 and we would get lunch and it was great. So be open, be open. But in terms of directly relating to business. Um, So I quit my job in October and then it took me a few months to get my first business mentor because I had that notion, like a lot of the prospects that are coming to my coaching program say that, you know, I could just do it on my own. I could do it on my own. I know what to do, but you may know what to do, but knowing how to do it is a completely different ball game. So that is how I felt. You know, I felt I'm an engineer. I should know how to do this. I can look online, all this stuff. But I hired 
my first business mentor. And I would say that investing in yourself, investing in skill sets is something that is just so overlooked and you are your best investment. So invest in the tools and the skill sets you know, rather than investing in the stock market or whatnot, Joe, you can, uh, if you have any comments on that, you can, uh, you can table those for now, but, um, yeah. Oh, I like that. If you have any comments, don't mention them. <laughs> They're not welcome. <laughs> They're not welcome. She said that you have carte blanche for dad jokes, but not, but not, not that, you know. Else. Yeah. yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, so I actually, and it's so funny. So, um, my first mentor is from our hometown and, he really taught me how to just, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Just how to brand myself and how to cultivate community and then how to have proper business infrastructure, of course. And that was amazing. I took my business to heights I never thought were possible. And I really felt like, you know, this can be something like I can do this. And, you know, then I was kind of, I would say I reached a plateau with, you know, where I was in my business. And then I decided to expand and invest in another mentor in my circle more recently. And that alone has been incredible. And that would honestly be my biggest piece of advice to anyone is number one, take action because mm-hmm. you're not going to start a business by journaling about it and, you know, not doing anything. Um, and once you take action, doesn't have to be perfect action, just anything, invest in a mentor or coach, someone that's done it before, whether it's a relationship, whether it's, um, you know, a fitness coach, whether it's a um, financial coach, there are coaches for an organization coach, coaches for every aspect of your life but find someone that actually did what you want to do and it's going to just skyrocket your success and I truly feel like if I didn't have mentors it would have taken me probably 10 years in the online space to get to where I am now rather than you know two to three it's amazing and oh go ahead no no no, it's okay I like am I allowed to talk we're gonna allow you (laughs) we're gonna allow you an opinion now (laughs) (laughs) I love this Rose can you come every week so we can team up on him yeah (laughs) um and I I really I really like what you're saying and Mm. because I and I'm gonna distill it down not that you took that long to say it but I'm gonna distill it down into two things action and the coach yeah because a coach without the action, yeah. there's too much going on. Yep. Yep. The coach has to see what direction you're doing, and what yeah. you're doing, and how you're doing it, and then yeah. tweak you and move it. Um, you know, I play the guitar, and I was in a band for many, many mm-hmm. years. And the action of, and I was like you, you know, I could do it myself. Yep. There's YouTube videos, yep. there's books, there's all yep. kinds of stuff. You play the guitar, same analogies. And then when I got, um, I know a friend of, uh, Julie's brother is a master guitar player, and I remember I paid him. This is a, fr- a friend for the listeners. A friend, a friend, a of, friend our, of, of ours. His Julie mm. has a brother that was a master like, musician. A pro- mm. professional musician, mm. like played with mm. big bands on tour and everything. I paid him and yeah. because I was now starting to want to go out and do things, and then he would hear me and say, all right, now do it this way, do it this way. Even though I was watching YouTube mm-hmm. videos or mm-hmm. I was doing something, yep. he would see what yep. I was doing, 
and say, okay, that's fine, but hold your hand this way, do this, do that. Then when I got in the band, mm-hmm. the other musicians were playing, you know what? Do it this way. Mm-hmm. Maybe touch, do that. But if you don't take action and get into the game, yep. no one can help you exactly. get better. So and I also love what if, you said. I, I love too. what you said. And also if you're not willing, like sometimes you hear feedback and you ignore oh, yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. Or you are defensive mm-hmm. about things because you have an ego yeah. or you feel like, you know, insulted mm-hmm. by somebody. I, you, I think like you have to be willing to be a sponge mm-hmm. and, you know, be moldable and yeah. changeable. But and a good coach works with exactly. you and might mm-hmm. say, you know what? I hear you. You're right. Like the way you want to do things. But as you do it, twist it, you know, do this, do that. Yeah, It's a two-way street. But you're right. You have to be open to the criticism, which is mm-hmm. painful sometimes. But mm-hmm. I think a big portion of that is, like you said, find the people that are where you want to be. Yes. Find the people that are doing the things you want to do. Yeah, Because nobody wants a critic, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not looking for a critic from somebody that is like, you know, an armchair quarterback right. that's like, yep. you know, out in the bleachers telling the football players mm-hmm. how to play. Yeah, so. get on the field pal and then see what it's like (laughs) right but i mean i think like that you know when you look at and you find that person that did the thing Mm -hmm. that you're trying to do Mm -hmm. um it's a lot easier to say okay i'm gonna take advice from that person totally very good and uh number three rule don't ask your family for business advice (laughs) (laughs) shit do we i maybe need to shut this whole podcast down (laughs) i knew this was gonna be a costly uh costly event that's basically what we're doing in this podcast I think we have a flawed business plan. <laughs> this is all about asking family for advice. That's I think it. it's very problematic. Oh my goodness. <sighs> Still love you, Rose. It's okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so along the way, Rose, like if you were to go back to the very mm. beginning, are there things that you like did along the way or that you would change or lessons that you learned? Hmm. Oh, was this question on the outline? I think it was in some iteration. Uh oh. In some iteration. <laughs> <laughs> like the lines you forgot to type. Ah, <laughs> uh, hmm. I would have just said, you know, start sooner. I was a very much let me mom and pop it, do it myself type deal. And I could have hired a lot faster, I could have delegated a lot faster. And, you know, if you want to grow, you have to find the right people and then you have to take ownership and train those people. And then your people are going to scale you and your systems are going to scale you. So I think that would be the only thing I would change is just start sooner in terms of maybe me leaving my job. And then in terms of me hiring and delegating, because, you know, it's with anything you feel like you can be the best at your job you can do it the best especially when you step into managing people I'm sure you both can relate to that it's Mm -hmm. like you know why would I give it to someone else if they're only gonna do 80% when I can make it perfect but you know there's only one you so you have to delegate yeah and yeah and that's 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 very good advice because also the definition of perfect yep is very uh, subjective Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it's perfect because I'm Joe and I think it's perfect. And then mm-hmm. Rose looks at it and says, well, that's pretty good, but you missed this, this, yeah, and this. Yeah. Now, if I delegated it to someone else, 
And like you said, mm-hmm. they did 80%, but mm-hmm. that 80% might have been 120% of my perfect. Right. And now I don't have to do that. Right. And I can move on to something else. Mm-hmm. And to your point, scale is a yep. great is a great word. Mm-hmm. How do you, and this is not on the outline, I'm just riffing Thank you for the warning. Um, that was on the outline, though. So. Uh-oh. So sorry. <laughs> I'm not even on the outline, Rose, so don't worry but, about it. <laughs> um, anyway, but we actually had a whole episode or a couple episodes dedicated to delegation. What have you found to be effective mm. when you've tried to delegate or or executed delegation? Like, what mm. do you look for? And how do you decide if it's something you're going to do or something you're going to outsource? Mm. Looking at the things I hate doing. <laughs> Very good. That's Looking at the things do. I hate doing. And I can focus on what's going to drive the business forward. And then I would just note that, you know, before you delegate, you have to make sure that you do the job with the person a few times until they're ready to do it on their own. That's what I found that really helps is just making sure that when hiring someone, you know, obviously you train them and they go through your trainings, but, you know, it really pays to do the job with them for an extended period of time. And then when you delegate, you know that they're able to think and make decisions on your behalf. That's great. And you talked a little bit about systems Mm. and the importance of systems. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you're then incorporating them into as you're delegating and showing them the way? Yes. And that's why, you know, everyone always asks like, do you still use your engineering degree? Yes, SOPs. But now the <laughs> SOPs are actually ones that I care about. Right. And the data is actually data that I care about rather than, you know, doing it for a company that wasn't my passion. Um, but yeah, systems and consistency is everything. Um, if you guys did your research, you would know I have some viral videos on TikTok. So I would love to interject here. And say that on TikTok, I have viral videos because I was consistently posting for 10 days, three times a day. Wow. And on the 11th day, each time my video would go viral. Really? And it was the same type of content that would go viral. So that is just a small anecdote story of just the power of consistency, whether it's, you know, in social media, whether it's in business, whether it's in building habits to utilize the systems that you create, you have to be intentional and consistent with it. And then, you know, that's how businesses are built. It's consistent actions for a really long time. And when you're in the mud, when you're doing it, it's going to suck. Like you're going to want to give up. It's, it's not going to be there. You're not going to see anything. Nothing is going to be happening. But if you give up, then you're done, you're out. So you have to commit to being consistent even when you don't see it yet. And when you don't feel like it. Yeah. That is brilliant. That I I love I love what you said. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, Christina and and you the you're saying I'm so successful and like I don't even see that yet because I'm still doing the work. And it's that constant process and, and you know, I'm sure billionaires and millionaires get asked all the time like what's the secret to success right like tell me like tell me the secret is just shut up and do the work like and then come back 10 years later because it's very rare to be an overnight success Mm -hmm. but 
you can do whatever you want if you just grind at it every single day. Yeah, well, and if you think about most businesses, most businesses are doing something over and over and right. over again. Yep. And then a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah. There's an old story my father used to, it's an advertising story, and he used to tell me that there was a uh, guy that had uh, a hot dog stand yeah. forever. And about five miles down the road, there was a sign on the road that said, you know, Joe's Hot Dogs, mm -hmm. five miles up the road. And he had one at four miles and three miles and two miles. His son grew up, you know, got a management degree and he was in marketing and he's a genius. Mm -hmm. And they had a recession. And he says to his dad, things are going to get bad. You should yep. take down that, uh, that sign. It's five miles away. You don't need that. And he took it down. Sure enough, business went down. Mm -hmm. And he goes, Dad, it's getting worse. You got to take that other one down. Took it down. And finally, the father said, you're a genius. You know what? Business is really bad. I got to close up. But the point was, the signs were bringing people in, mm -hmm. and he was looking at the money. So in other words, the signs were consistently driving people. Mm -hmm. Took them out. Be consistent. Yep. And, and you cannot always know what that next, like you said, viral. It went viral at yep. a certain point in time. You can never know. I think that's incredible advice. And it sounds really simple, right? Mm -hmm. Like just show mm -hmm. up, be consistent, be disciplined. But that's not that's hard to execute mm -hmm. often, yeah. right? I think that it's it's really admirable how you have, you know, shown up time and time yeah, again right. and spent the time to like be work on your business mm -hmm. while you're in the business, right? Yeah. To make sure that you're keeping your strategy and all of that top of mind. But for people that are thinking about getting started, right, mm -hmm. and, and doing this, obviously, we've talked about take action, just find the people that are already doing the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. What drives you on the days when you like wake up and maybe you never do, but on the days that you wake up and you're just kind of <laughs> like, oh, you know, what drives you? Knowing that there are hungry people that need hot dogs to refer to <laughs> Joe's story, right? There if there's a need you know, you're always going to have a business and just thinking about the other women out there that have never tasted an ice cream. And apparently Joe told me on a break that he doesn't know what an ice cream is. So I have a lot more work to do. That's for sure. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. Do you? Cause he's not really your target audience. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to, to scale all the uh, plant life chose Joe. Um, but you know, the plant life shuns Joe. <laughs> We won't say what you ate for lunch before. We, we will we'll not keep say that anything. offline. But there yeah. were there were peppers in there, there and some some, some carrots. There was and, some uh, plant, yeah, some yeah, plant, plant. Spring beans. Yeah, yeah. Some plant was among the wildlife. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but, it, it just it just goes back. Like my whole, you know, philosophy is food should taste good, and. If you have a goal to change the way that you look, to lose some fat, to tone up, whatever it is, like you do not have to sacrifice good food or the things that you enjoy. And that is my mission because I see so many women struggling, just not knowing what to do and not enjoying what they're you know, doing in the process. So I just think about that and just think about all the people that my recipes are going to touch and once once you have the tools and the knowledge of you know kind of like what I was talking about with my mentors showed me the blueprint the systems the structure the strategy like you know you can change your whole life I've had clients that leave relationships I've had clients that leave their jobs 
and just completely change their mindset and their life. So I know there's a lot more people that I have to touch. So on those days, I just don't take Joe's advice of going back to sleep to follow my dreams. I just <laughs> count to three and jump out of bed. <laughs> I love that. No, really, really, you, you are, you are uh, beyond your years. You are, you are brilliant. You really I are. Agree and, and an inspiration. And I mean that. I do have a gray hair to show. You do? Yeah. Just yeah. one. <laughs> so far, just one. <laughs> we'll find it after this and pull yeah. it out. Yeah. Thank That's you. It. Yeah. One more question just along the lines of going viral. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try We're trying to get Joe to go viral mm. with his dad jokes. Mm -hmm. So you may see him come up on TikTok. Uh oh. FYP. Yeah. Wow. But what I'm wondering is, um, and this is probably a curiosity of my own, as you start to get, like, you, as your reach gets broader mm -hmm. and broader and broader, yeah. and the audience gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. Is there insecurity in that or critics and, you know, all of a sudden there's people comment, you know, not everybody mm. is supportive. And how do you deal with that? Mm. And is everybody supportive? Because I think that's a, that's a in, in the world today. Mm. It's so important that we're all putting ourselves out there. Right. And being yeah. like a public brand. Um, but there's also, I think, insecurity that comes along with that. Totally of completely putting yourself out there mm -hmm. and you know are people judging me what are people saying yeah. like you know or, or people coming on with negative comments like how do you deal with that because I think mm. I mean that's something I think about as I'm like I know I need to be out there more but yeah do I want to put myself out there that much <laughs> yeah yeah uh I feel like that that fear right there stops so many people from you know taking action someone I know for example he could have a very prominent presence on social media and he's very attractive and very smart. And I suggested it to him once about this business idea. And he actually told me that he was afraid of going in front of the camera. And from my perspective, that was just so shocking because from my perspective, I was like, oh my gosh, this person is so confident, yada, yada, yada. But I feel like that is a very, you know, a very real fear. And if I was afraid like that too, especially people finding out my Instagram and then my coworkers finding out things like that. And luckily I don't get a lot of negative comments or feedback. The ones on TikTok that, um, one, someone called me a gatekeeping gaslighting girl boss. What? <laughs> At least I, they called you a girl boss. They did call me it. So I took, I took wow. it as positive feedback. <laughs> yeah. Of, no. positive feedback. But, um, I, you know, it's, there are negative comments that I just choose, you know, not to listen to, but if it's any direct feedback on how I can improve as a coach or a business owner, I say, thank you. And I shut my mouth. I say, thank you for the feedback. And I use that to make myself better. So I would say, take the feedback uh, with a grain of salt. If it's, you know, actually something that will help you get better, leave your ego aside. If it's something that, you know, is just something to brush off, brush it off. Because I feel like in order to be really successful with business, and this can be a whole other conversation versus, you know, masculine, feminine and business, I feel like men are, men are more assertive and they're better with their emotions. I know for me personally, you know, separating emotions and business is kind of something that I've had to navigate. And I feel like that stops a lot of people. And 
when it's tiring, when you don't want to, when you don't feel like it or something happens, like it's so easy to let those emotions affect what you have to do to drive your business forward. So if it's a comment and you're letting yourself, you know, react to it emotionally, like really just try and separate yourself from that and say, is this going to benefit my business to apply this feedback and to give it a thought or not? And then, you know, just move on. I love that. And uh, empires were not built by the feedback of critics. Yes. So Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, advice well taken and hopefully our listeners take that. And I just think the world is now about you showing up as who you Mm -hmm. are, as your authentic self and that insecurity. I know it holds me back at times. Mm -hmm. I know it holds other people back at times. I'm so thankful that you haven't let it hold you back because you've created such a beautiful space. And um, I've gotten to know you through you being rose from the plant life chose us <laughs> and my parents friends daughter mm-hmm, that I've mm-hmm. been wanting to meet for forever so I'm glad that that your community has allowed us to connect in a new way too and that's the cool part once you put yourself out there you're gonna make so many new friends and it's true people are just gonna be coming out of the woodworks the people that you know you need in your life to make you better and that's the thing when we were talking about mentors before it's you have to surround yourself with the people that are either doing what you want to do or have the same mindset as you. And you are just going to go, you know, to heights you've never imagined by doing that. So I think this is probably a perfect time to ask what is next for the plant life chose us. What is next for Rose? It's a great question. If my mom was here, she would say marriage and grandkids, but thankfully she's not (laughs) here. But mom's not here. We don't listen to moms. (laughs) We don't listen to moms about these things. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely want to keep growing the impact, making more people taste protein buns and ice cream for breakfast as it's life changing. We're going to force feed Joe, Joe some, today. Yeah. Some ice cream. Do we have any bruised bananas? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just go to your previous employer and yeah, do a quick run, a drive by. Bana- there we go. <laughs> Something tells me I'm going to be edited out of this episode. <laughs> Wait, who? <laughs> oh, what was the question? <laughs> I was really oh, what's, where, next? what's next for the plant life? Oh, yeah. Other than robbing bananas. Yeah. I mean, well, it's so funny because I feel like, you know, so, and this is what I thought too before starting my business. Like, oh, I have to post a viral reel or, oh, I have to, you know, make my content perfect and spend all day like making videos and pictures. But no, like you need clients. And in order to get clients, it's very different from posting a reel. You need business infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the people that, have actual businesses are not out there posting and creating content all day, which is fun. I love doing my recipes. I probably do it once a month. So I, you know, now that I have a business with foundations and, you know, frameworks and it's running itself, I really can't wait for the chapter in my life where I can just create in the kitchen all day because that's just, oh, that's just my favorite thing ever. Um, and create in the kitchen and, and write. Everyone always asks if I have recipe books and I don't because it's more valuable to teach a man how to tofu rather than, you know, give him the recipe for tofu. So that is directly in my coaching. A yeah. Man. Notice you <laughs> like, said a man. She's oh. looking at you. Yeah, I know. There you go. Yeah, I would love to be at the point where I have cookbooks and a show and all that jazz and can just take photos all day. I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah. I have a, I have a plant life 
chose us a question for you. Go for it. What do you call an angry carrot? <laughs> oh, gosh. A steamed veggie. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted this, Rose. I did. <laughs> this it, is what it, you asked it, for. It fits. This it is, fits. This was what you Cancel asked for. subscription, please. <laughs> <laughs> but it fit. It, it was, does. A, it was, that was a, great. Good. So, listeners, <laughs> tune in with us in two weeks for The Plant Life Chose Mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee is gone. It's a new podcast that we're rolling out. It will replace the current Sunday morning slot where Morning Coffee Mimosas was presently oh my subscribed. <laughs> I guess I could roll over and go back to sleep then. <laughs> Rose, thank you so much. How can our listeners engage with you? And if you are plant positive mm. and interested in, you know, plant-based living and food, I would highly encourage you to check out this community. Or if you're just a woman that is looking for inspiring mm -hmm. content, Wants looking to be for some healthy recipes, yep. looking to watch how you can start lifting and working yeah. out in a new way. Highly encourage that. Or if you're an old man like my dad, I guess you can creep on there too. <laughs> Rose, how can they engage? <laughs> <laughs> We we do have some uh, husbands that sign on for coaching with the their partners, so yeah. you never know. Um, I am the Plant Life Chose Us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. You can go look at my viral video I on TikTok. Wait. I will do that. Do it as soon as we sign off. Yeah, do it. And um, yeah, if you're just someone that likes good food, definitely come my way. Awesome. Well, listeners, thank you for being with us. I hope you enjoyed this. I know you enjoyed this episode because it was, I I don't know that I've enjoyed an episode this much. Um, unless you're a previous I'm guest. Then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, this was a lot of fun. I had mm -hmm. such a great time despite your extra dad jokes. And um, if you liked what you heard, like, subscribe, share with a friend, leave us a five-star review, certainly for this episode because Rose deserves it. Absolutely. We will see you in a couple weeks. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. That's how I got better at the guitar, was <laughs> doing this 14 takes to get this. We're going to get nice cream ready right after this. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Just those bruised bananas. Yes, that's right. This was wonderful. Thank you, Rose. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>